0: very much for tuning into this week's episode of Huddles and Stout. Um, we have covered basically all the other franchises, so we've come back east this episode. so our final kind of preview, state of the franchise. And then we'll obviously do a week one preview next week, and then we'll get into previews and reviews on a weekly basis. But as always, delighted to be joined by Rocky. How are you? Good, sir.
1: Well, thanks for having me again, Sasquatch. So sure. I think we're, we're really onto something here, I think.
0: I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Save me giving up my uh, my evenings. Um, <laughs> so. For a doomed project. For a doomed project, yeah. Ah, yeah. So it's a bit of crack anyway. uh, uh, Worst case scenario, it's a bit of crack. Um, yeah, so it was obviously kicking things off. AFC East. Yeah. Is it myself? Is it myself or yourself going first?
1: Oh, uh, well... Um, I think I would first uh, week
0: one and three, and so two I and four must be. Me. I'm gonna leave it to you to, to kick us fair, off today. Fair enough. And what better place to start than Gotham City? Team one, obviously, is the New York Jets. Last season, four and 13, Fort in the AFC East. Key ins, uh, end quotation marks. Uh, Tevin Coleman, CJ Izuma, uh, Lakin Tomlinson, Quan Alexander. DJ Reed and Greg's airline, uh, fantasy favourite. Uh, Greg's airline off the boost. Yeah. Key outs. Key Keelan Cole. Jameson Crowder. i have lost a lot of production down in Jameson Crowder. Shaq Lawson and Greg Van Rotten. I've included Greg Van Rotten for name purposes only. Um first five is the Ravens at home, Browns away, Bengals at home, Steers away, Dolphins at home. And giving them an zero and five potentially a one to four record there, they it depends <laughs> on what the Browns are going to look like. Um, I think they'll lose the Ravens at home, but they should anyway. Yeah, give no my recommend Ravens. The Browns away, it's just what Brown side are we going to see? Sands um, himself, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, uh, Bengals at home. I, I anticipate the Bengals will be too good for them. Steelers away. Steelers in Pittsburgh and then Dolphins at home. And I think the Dolphins that's a, t- we get yeah, to, it's a tough It's a tough opening. It's a draw. tough
1: opening five, yeah. I do um, I do think the Jets are are better than they were last year, but that's a tough opening opening five there.
0: It's a tough opening, but then I would say like and I know it's probably an easy prediction to say the Jets will struggle again, but I'm not a huge. Well, I we could differ on this, but I'm not a huge Zach Wilson fan. I think even prior to kind of the health concerns, I never really saw him as much more than a poor poor man's Chad Pennington. I'm going to be very very honest with a less talent with less talent on the roster. So yeah, look, I'm I'm no Zach Wilson uh, lover. Yeah. Um,
1: I think he's fine. I think he could be good, but we we have that um. I think the injury we touched on, we were doing somebody's schedule. Zach Wilson has got that mystery injury now too, so we don't know exactly where they stand.
0: Is it an ACL? Is it not an ACL? Like, yeah. What is it? Um, but saying that,
1: they do have Mike White um, and Joe Flacco. like That's some star power. Like, Mike, was Mike White... <laughs> Mike he was, White
0: uh, Mike, Mike, Mike was, was quoted as saying he should have been the number one draft pick and then it went out the next day and threw five picks. <laughs> uh, four four picks, I think actually so five might be but it was definitely nice. four picks against Baltimore, um, because I think he he won the game in his first start or something like that. And he was like saying, "Yeah, that's initially. what I
1: think." He threw 4 didn't he have a, like a a passing record some passing record or
0: yeah, he, and then it was called saying If you ask me, I always should have been the number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he threw four picks and wasn't seen again for the rest of the season. So yeah, look, I know you've got experience yeah. in Joe Flacco, but he's a uh, is, I also
1: uh, just want to like I again I'm not trying to uh, pile on the Jets here, but when New York the Jets signed Joe Flacco to be Zach Wilson's um, understudy, understudy backup. Guru. He called him he called him Daddy in a tweet. He said like Welcome aboard, Daddy or something like that. It's just yeah. that that's just weird. And look, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to disparage any sort of orientation, but I don't think he knows him, and he's already calling him daddy. I think
0: there's a a perversion to young Jack, there was plenty, or Zach, sorry, there was plenty of headlines uh, over the off-season, so I think uh, Zach could be somewhat loose. uh, (laughs) Oh, he was
1: raised in a sort of a strict Mormon background, I think, wasn't he, so... Boys All the power to chance. him if
0: he's if he's blossoming. Yeah, uh, a lot of cash and unlimited freedom now from the Mormon life. It's it's not yes. a good combo. Um, in terms of kind of to get back to maybe football specific, <laughs> let's um, go, yeah. stuff. I just I just I don't see anything in the roster really that's going to pose a threat to what is the slam dunk side in the division in Buffalo. Um, I Mm. think Miami has significantly increased uh, talent I'll look questions there about quarterback situation which we'll get to Um, and I just think at the end of the day Jets going to Jet and they'll find probably new and colourful ways to lose
1: yeah even with um, Robert Salah as head coach I think he'll be good but like he hasn't actually done anything yet to
0: indicate that they're going to be good no and he, he yeah he hasn't really changed the culture he hasn't really it's not like no. say he hasn't done the job say a Campbell has done in Detroit where even though they're losing you can kind of see a cultural shift yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and after uh, and in plays and stuff like that I just think miss me with them Jets uh, I suppose is the synopsis of my take and I know it's an easy one it's probably not maybe a one journalism, but I just think um call a spade a spade. They are what they are and they are what we think they are.
1: Yeah, look, I do think they're improving, probably taking steps in the right direction. They just have another mile to walk.
0: I think you're being kind.
1: Mm. Are we leaving the Jets there? We're leaving the Jets there. Okay. In the rear view mirror. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let's um let's move on to what may very well be the the powerhouse in the AFC East for the next couple of years uh, the Buffalo Bills 11 and 6 last year um which frankly seems a little bit light they feel a bit stronger than an 11 and 6 team but that involved those two weird games they had where they um they lost to Jacksonville and then they lost to New England where Mac Jones only passed three times so they could have easily been basically yeah 40 mile an hour wins Um, Mm. so they could have been 13 and 4 and had the number one seed but look good teams lose to bad teams Um, so they went 11 and 6 in the off season they signed Von Miller I suppose was the big signing 6 years 120 million I don't know how it's structured I I can't see him playing out 6 years in in
0: Buffalo Um, and they signed similar contract in LA
1: yeah
0: they signed, like, um, he signed a three-year deal in LA, like Roger
1: Seffels. What did you say? I didn't hear you, there, sir.
0: Sorry. sorry, I th- I think he signed like a three-year contract in in LA, and he got half a season.
1: So. Oh right, right.
0: Yeah, it's. I think
1: you need to be pretty contract savvy to actually understand what all these contracts actually, are or look like. Mm-hmm. It's not just reading them off a page, um. And they signed Roger Saffold there to protect Josh Allen, uh, and Eddie said Josh Rosen there. What of the difference um, and they had a good draft they drafted Kyir Elam one of the top corners James Cook brother of Dalvin Cook uh, they're pretty seem to be pretty high on him um, Khalil Shakir and the punt god Matariza so kind of good talent sort of spread out along the roster there. their first five games they their sans at, sans the punt god the sans the punt god
0: he's been the contract's been torn up as it he was released was he yeah oh yeah. there you go F- following the allegations the well even though they were aware at the time um, when the allegation came to light Buffalo did the needful and cancelled his contract on Sunday I'm almost certain ok almost well, there certain. you go
1: um, it is nice to see that there are some uh, integrity
0: eh Be- debatable um, they were aware of the allegations when they signed him. they uh, just um, yeah it, it's great I suppose they're they're more yeah, maybe PR savvy than the Cleveland it, Browns yeah. and he's a yeah. he's not a quarterback
1: I don't know too much about that situation to be honest mm. but then again they'll probably get on just fine with that I might say mm. um, their first five games at the Los Angeles Rams then versus Tennessee at home then at Miami at Baltimore and then at home versus Pittsburgh see I think they will go at least 4-1 there mm. I have them going 4-1 I think they could drop one maybe to the Rams or maybe to Baltimore Um, and I'd sort of eek towards dropping to Baltimore I think the Rams I think Stafford has again sort of rumours or talk about a shoulder injury that he's has lingering so look if it's at LA so I probably would have given the edge to LA but just when you hear quarterbacks shoulder injuries on their sh- throwing arm you, I suppose it makes you a bit tentative Um and I think Buffalo or sorry Baltimore I think they'll just bounce back they'll be massively I think they'll be underrated and um, this year coming in off the back of last year and I Mm -hmm. think they'll be highly motivated particularly against the good teams because they'll have something to prove Mm. Um, again key things key things to watch not much I I don't expect like this team is such a high floor and such a high ceiling I think you you really would expect them to get back to the divisional round
0: absolutely and no controversial characters that are going to maybe pose kind of threats to stability in the locker room and stuff like that maybe at a very much a stretch you'd say could Von Miller potentially upset the Apricot given it's his third side in a calendar year Um, yeah but I don't I don't think so Um, I think the key for them could be if James Cook is a patch on his butter because one thing where they maybe lack is just that RB1 and I mean like a top tier RB1 as opposed to like Devin Singletary yeah Devin, Zach used. Moss yeah just a, a legitimate let's rest Look, Josh up and let's run the game out
1: yeah they had um, the top defence the top scoring defence last year and they had Von Miller if things go well there's no reason to to be yeah. down on, on Buffalo I'm like they're getting all of the hype as Super Bowl favourites and I'm kind of I'm one of these people who I kind of tend to get a bit sick of the hype, and then I'll I'll be a bit, um, you know, I'll go I'll be a, trying to be on the contrary to the public opinion, but it's hard to it's hard to argue against the Buffalo Bills like good coaching, um, Sean McDermott, good, yeah, as you say, no no problem characters, good talent everywhere, good secondary. Maybe behind Stefan Diggs you'd you'd ask a question, but when you have Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, that's an
0: extremely solid combo. That problem is easily fixed though. It, it it is easier to pick up a wide receiver too. Um especially given the ones that are potentially out there in free agency, like we still have Odell not being signed. Yeah. He could be an excellent pick up um low budget one year contract if he if things get desperate for him.
1: Um and when you have like a quarterback as good as Josh Allen, wide receivers to emerge. Yeah.
0: Um no, no longer is I suppose it's it's a bit like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. It's the kind of Buffalo I hope the fans don't take this the wrong way, but as a free agency destination, it's not the most appealing to your average free agent. But when you put in an MVP caliber, caliber quarterback, all of a sudden that situation becomes more appealing. And oh, it's yeah. they it's like it's six months of hard work for potential at ring. And that's that's kind of a great equalizer for those kind of more smaller market teams. So Yeah,
1: look, yeah. it's it's an extremely solid team. They went to eleven and six last year. I'd be very surprised if they didn't have a better record the coming year. I think I looked at their um their schedule. I did I as with all the other teams, I made season-long predictions. I didn't bother with Buffalo because they're just going to be good enough that it's it's almost mm. irrelevant to say, yeah, they'll have twelve or 13, mm. 13, mm. 13 wins. They'll 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 get deep into the playoffs, so. Fair. That's where I have the Bills. Fair,
0: okay. Um, yeah, tend to concur with You've kind of brought up they are obviously the overwhelming favors in the AFC East. Um my second team from the AFC East is the Miami Dolphins plenty of chatter around Miami this offseason so last season 9-8 eight, third in the AFC East um, it's not a, not a horrific record to be finishing third in, in a what looks like an ever increasingly weak division um, key ins Teddy Bridgewater Jace Edmonds Sonny Michelle Raheem Mozart Tyreek Hill Cedric Wilson Melvin Ingram and then key re-signings for me anyway in Xavier Howard and someone incredibly underrated Mike asiki uh, mm-hmm. key, out, key Outs Jacoby Brissett Malcolm Brown Duke Johnson Philip Lindsay Will Fuller Justin Coleman and Jason McCourtney has retired the first five is arduous um, so the kick off of the Patriots at home they'll now fancy that fixture more regularly than they have done over the past kind of two decades they then face a difficult middle segment in the they play the Ravens away they play the Bills at home and they place the Bengals away they round that out by the Jets away, so I'm going to give them a two and three record. I think they'll overcome the Patriots, and I think they'll overcome the Jets. But I think that middle slog is yeah,
1: that's tough going there.
0: But if but I think if they can three run those away three, games was it? Uh, the Bills are at home. Okay. Uh, but the Ravens and Bengals are away. The if they can if they go two and three, there's kind of two ways they can kind of go two and three, and they can get bounced in those middle three games, If so they can go two and three and at least two of those games are hard for single score victories for the opposition. That that's a good two and three for me. Um that shows me that they're in it. Um I do have the Miz vastly improved. You can see from the kind of the ins they've invested heavily in the run game. Obviously they've invested, they've added Tyree Kill to Jalen Waddle. It's an extremely explosive wide receiving core. Yeah.
1: Um what's the story with Jalen Waddle actually do you know? I think he's injured now as well.
0: I think he is injured, yeah. Or he but hasn't like, been practising for two weeks. I don't think it's a... It's obviously not a season-ending injury, so... No. Look, I think at some point you're going to have both of those men on the field. Um, yeah, and but even... Almost yeah. mirroring... Probably what um, Joe Borough has as his, his balls and Cincy. Yeah. Um, but look, I suppose they've, they've invested significantly both sides of the ball. It's probably, if I'm being... Be honest, probably a similar situation to what's going on in Philly right now from a front to office point of view. Uh, he either is or he isn't the guy, and this is obviously two, obviously. Yeah. Like, if they're not drastically improved this season, then he's gone. And look, that's a difficult situation to be put in, but we all have to face that eventually. You either are or you aren't the guy. Um, I'm trying not to get too deep there to be fair. Um, but I suppose. There's more than just what's going on on the field in Miami. there's a few issues off the field, and I, I, I can't yeah, help but feel for Mike is. McDaniel. Um, I think he's in a treacherous situation, considering obviously if you look at the Brady tampering situation. Um, and if the Patriots haven't caused the Dolphins enough issues over the last two decades, yeah, yeah. the whole Brian Flores situation, like I know it was settled in court, but I also know that like Brian Flores is in the process of compiling a lawsuit. So they could start well. Um obviously they I picked them going two and three, but they could maybe pick pick one of those middle games or if they play tight, it's a great start. And then shit could hit the proverbial um with the Flores lawsuit and the organisation could be kinda of thrown into further turmoil. So like so for me I suppose in short, Tua isn't the guy. McDaniel might be Miami ain't the place to be this year. Fair to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like. I've a a Tua Alabama jersey over in the the wardrobe there. Completely got it by accident. Um. So I've been a, a Tua guy. I started following him when I got it by accident, and I liked Tua in Alabama. I thought he should have won the Heisman. Um. But yeah, he's uh. He doesn't. The NFL is in college football. No. Um,
0: and Miami is in Alabama.
1: No. So I my inkling would be the same. I wouldn't think um, the thing is I suppose Miami had the I think it was their second round pick um taken off them. Um in light of the the Stephen Ross mm as part of the Stephen Ross suspension so it does actually hamper their their not their rebuild efforts but if they wanted to move up to select to his replacement they have less ammunition to do with next year so it will be interesting whether they make the decision to move off him or whether they you know they they just are desperate and cling to him mm-hmm. as many franchises do I think that's the thing to watch anyway too, uh, to his yeah. development.
0: To his development. Can he be like league average? Can he can he do a similar job for Miami that Ryan Tannehill does for Tennessee? I think it'd be a fair comparison. I know they're run heavy. Um, but in terms of just being a league average, can win you a game here and there and not lose games. Yeah and look
1: they've done they've done everything they can they gave him top two or three wide receiver in Tyreek Hill he can outclass any wide or any um, cornerback out there he has Jalen Waddell he's got Mike Kosicki so the pass catchers are there
0: pass catchers are there they've they've invested in a running core as well
1: yeah yeah Chase Edmonds is a good maybe not a Running back, not a workhorse, but he's he's certainly a very good complimentary or maybe committee running back committee throw, member.
0: Yeah, you'd be throwing Raheem Mozart as well. Like they're it's a good runner. Oh
1: mate, yeah. 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 That is good. I forgot about Raheem.
0: Former Eagle. Yeah. Raheem the dream. Um yeah. So that's all I have on Miami. It's it's gonna be an interest they're gonna dominate headlines, um but hopefully a good season for them. I still think they they'll do quite well, which I'll get to later on, obviously, but just so much up in the air, man. I mean Hmm. Right, well let's go
1: back to somewhere who for so long was a a very stable a very stable franchise. Very consistent. The New England Patriots they went ten and seven last year um after drafting what was surprisingly the best rookie out of last year's uh quarterback class Mac Jones. Um they also last year spent bring or for last year they spent big on free agency. They brought in Matthew Judon, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, Jalen Mills, and Nelson Aguilar. And I don't think that really showed up in the past year. They I think they spend the most money on pass catchers as a whole, but they have a very meh group around Mac Jones. Um, now they went 10 and 7 but, I don't know. I think they had a good run game. I think it might catch it up to them uh, the coming year. This off season, they traded Shaq Mason to the Bucks, And they traded away Chase Winovich and inkiel N- N- Harry. Um, and they lost Ted Karras to free agency. They also released... Or they lost JC Jackson to free agency and released Kyle Van Noy. Um, they did trade for Devontae Parker. Drafted Colt Strange... Taijuan Thornton and a backup for um, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. So overall, it's it's almost like a changing of the guard for him. The Patriots, a lot of talent gone out of there, particularly some kind of what would have been cornerstones like uh, Kyle Van Noy. He was he was a prominent figure there for a number of years. Um, Their schedule is tough. I'm looking at the first five games at Miami, at Pittsburgh, in Baltimore, or at home versus Baltimore, and in Green Bay, um, followed by Detroit. Miami, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Green Bay. I have them all down as a loss. And I have game five versus Detroit as a win. I think... Okay. I don't know, I feel like the, the roster might be fine. It's like a, a paper a paper house that could just blow over. And I think Mac Jones is not having the talent infused around him.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, And that's before you even look at the coordinator situation. I don't hmm. know what's going on. Um, Matt Patricia, who used to be the defensive coordinator, is now the offensive coordinator, I think, with um, Steve Belichick. And Joe Judge, I think, is the defensive coordinator. But nobody knows who's calling plays. Anyway, I, big red flags, <laughs> big red flags. Um.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 strange, now. It's a it's a it's very unpatriot. Like um, it's like for so many years it was the Death Star, um, and now I don't know what it is, but it's 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 very strange.
1: Now it's the uh, Moss Eisley Cantina. Just weird yeah. characters. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, yeah. Steve Belichick is the king of probably uh, Chewbacca, maybe, uh, with that more Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit over the place. But um, yeah, no, it's just, it's very strange. And it's probably, I suppose, like for older NFL fans, it's probably not like they've kind of seen the pages before Brady's tenure, before many young Irish NFL fans it's strange to see the Patriots not be dominant or not be at least considered a contender mm. so yeah
1: yeah I, I think over the next year or two people will be looking at Mac Jones and wondering if he's the fran- franchise quarterback I said he was the best quarterback out of last year's statistically. rookie statistically you don't know how much room there is to grow particularly when you look at his wide receivers and you know who is going to be thrown to his offensive line um i like well i liked mac jones i liked that he was you know he was going to be the the quarterback that the 49ers took at 3 in the draft and then he fell Justin Fields then went ahead of him he was like the last first round quarterback drafted and he, he outperformed them. I like it. It's a good story. But it's similar enough to Justin Fields. There's no talent being put around him, I don't feel like. Mm. He's mm. not being put in a position to succeed. Um, And then, I think Belichick, I think he might bounce. I think... He could be
0: spent. I think he could be spent. Um, I think, and yeah... I think-
1: I don't think he has a particularly great relationship with Bob Kraft. And I think Bob Kraft might be asking him or looking to show him the door because he wants to move his franchise forward. Whereas Bill is, he, he was the NFL's best coach and probably still is. But he was there for 20 years. He probably isn't, it's not in his way to change. And I wouldn't be Blame him or be surprised, but
0: no, no he NFL would like does evolve. Yeah, and and I suppose in his tenure, defense won championships, and the game has changed more too. Like we hear it all the old time, it's cliche is a passing league, and they just don't have the structure offensively to become that pass or That they don't beach over the top side, and yeah, I just he's he's, he's always basically been a defensive coordinator and that was mm-hmm. his strength and that's what his championship sides are built on um, but I just don't think he has it in him to produce a high powered offence that can compete in, this, in today's NFL so I do think unfortunately yeah. it's shades of Carroll in Seattle for me yeah
1: yeah very set in his ways
0: and yeah and also as an organisation you, you don't want to sack him but it would be best if you could come to some mutual agreement where he steps down
1: yeah to, to walk away
0: yeah
1: mm. um that's me with the New England Patriots um I don't have them as a good team this year
0: no I suppose the, the key question and it might be a bit of a stretch with this division uh, well not a bit of a stretch it might be an easy one with this division um rank them
1: yeah yeah I think this is going to be easy
0: so Jets will start at the top will we <laughs> yeah come on
1: uh Buffalo. Yeah.
0: Um, I think
1: Miami have made strides to take second place.
0: No arguments here. Uh, Pats. Pats Jets. Yeah, that's the kind of note down. Now, what I would say about that, what I would preface all this with is, if somehow the Patriots shocked us, I could see them jump on the, the fins. I couldn't see them jump, jump Buffalo but I could see them jump the, fin- the Finns I could see okay. the Patriots getting 10 wins this year and um, and the Finns something similar 9 wins again I wouldn't be aghast if that happened but I do think what we've said is kind of more accurate build Dolphins Patriots Jets yeah this time last week I said I'd put
1: money on my AFC North um or an AFC North prediction then you asked me what a or bookie I'd be partial and you blanked me i completely blanked you um, I would put money on what we put here um, and my bookie choice would probably be are we allowed to say or, or should we wait for the sponsorship deals <sighs> I
0: think we would way for sponsorship deals it's probably Patrick is it <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, it depends I like, um, I like his specials but okay. um, Bet365 have a lot of really good good markets Fair, good markets. I've made a lot of money on first touchdown scorer and first half um, spreads. This is good. It's good market. You won't get that with Patrick.
0: No, Mrs. Power's son is not too heavily invested in the uh, the NFL. To be fair, Um, yeah, that's fair enough. I suppose. With that in mind, probably should maybe move on. Let's NFC. move.
1: Let's change yeah. conference. Yeah. Who are we kick starting it. with in the NFC East?
0: We're gonna kick it off with the worst side you could possibly give me to review, but look, I'll I'll do it anyway. Your and bias is showing. Oh my bias is showing big time. Um so that last season, twelve and five. Beaten by the 49ers in a wildcard rounding, kind of an embarrassing loss, um kind of how, how it went down anyway. Um Key ins. Anthony Barr, James Washington, and a few questionable in terms of resale or in terms of value, re signings. In terms like Demarcus Lawrence, Leighton van der Esch, Malik Hooker, Danton Schultz. uh, Schultz. So they kind of offer big contracts to keep them in the the club and stuff. And I just, I'm not necessarily sure I would give, say, Demarcus Lawrence that contract that they've given him. It's crazy. Um, Key outs, Mario Cooper, Cedric Wilson, Keanu Neal. Lyle Collins and Randy Gregory, who, Randy Gregory for me is a a bit of of a big loss. Um, First five, Buccaneers at home, Bengals at home, Giants away, Commanders at home and Rams away. I have them going somewhere between two and three and three and two. Um, I think they'll likely lose the Bengals and Rams. Pictures and then I think I sway consistently between beating the books week one and then yeah. losing to the books week one. I just think the whole Brady, if you ask over the summer, generally speaking, I know you can't count the man out, but when someone starts talking about retirement, it's a slippery slope. Um, he's retired. He's taken two weeks off to deal with a family yeah. issue. Yeah. His head's potentially not in it. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I just don't know what that fixture... I need to see that fixture to, to almost judge the Buccaneers this season.
1: Yeah, um, I'd have said the same. I actually... Well, before the Tyron Smith injury, I probably would have leaned to the Cowboys because they. I think they're playing at home, I think you said, was it? And they're so good. Yeah. Their offense is so good at home.
0: Especially early doors, especially early doors. Yeah, um, and I know they're Latinism. missing
1: the a lot of there a few of their wide receivers early on, but I still probably would have leaned to to Dallas. I just don't know where I am now with Tyron Smith. It it they have to reconfigure their whole offensive line. They had they drafted um, um Tyler Smith, who they had penciled in for their left tackle spot of the future, but he's been practicing at left guard all summer and now he's been moved to left tackle so who's playing left guard it's it's a lot to have to deal with this late to lose mm. your, your franchise left tackle
0: yeah um, I also think Look, I just think they probably got away with the NFC East being as weak a division as it has been um, over the last five years I think I keep touching on it, I keep bringing it up but from a cap space management thing, Cowboys are just it's a bit off. Um and maybe that's not gonna be an issue this season. But they're definitely heading towards issues. Um Do you think this is Zeke's final year in the team? It could be. Could be. Has he offered production the last year or two? Like Has not he well, No. Not in comparison to what he was. No. Um will he just be a all too familiar story of a running back. High production early doors and then the spent force down the line. So I don't I just don't know. Um I also think the division has gotten more competitive somehow. I think we're going to be a lot better than we were last season. I know obviously yeah. I'm biased in saying that. I think Washington could surprise a few. Um I'll I, get to them yeah, later. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But I've kind of I've kind of relatively high hopes for Washington. Um so I do predict a difficult year for for Dallas, but like I'm biased, I will predict it. It's it's like asking me to give a prediction on Spurs season, um, in the Premier League. Like I just, I try my best, but I can't give a non-biased take. Um, I do just kind of think that. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Is like, Dak is a, perfectly good quarterback, but what he's been paid is going to cause issues. Yeah, and that's
1: which you wouldn't mind if if he would take you the, the whole way there but he just he hasn't taken he hasn't won them in any big spots or yeah, he I mean, he like, hasn't won them a game
0: he hasn't won them a playoff game has he
1: um I don't Unless I don't know. He I think they he, they he won one playoff game in the year last. one was it Oof. I thought it was like, recently
0: maybe. Um, or maybe I'm wrong Look, but I, I just don't see I see if you compare if you're comparing quarterbacks in a vacuum <laughs> what he's been paid and what is going on with Jimmy G in San Francisco are two widely different things yeah. if you compare like as in actual output um, in terms of results maybe not statistical output but two widely different things in what, but way, what way both men have been treated um, and I think they'd be in a similar class, like the good, serviceable NFL quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, like they'd be the
0: stars. Very... They're just stars.
1: Yeah, they are. But they're, they're good starters. They're mm. they just they can't they haven't entered the conversation to to ascending to those top that top tier with the top tiers of of really mm. good. And I like Dak. I really like I. Don't like the Cowboys, but I like Dak.
0: I don't, but uh, agreed to disagree. I agree to disagree on that one, but yeah, no, I do. I do think look, cap management is going to become a, a, they can be in cap management hell very quickly. Um, but yeah, but uh, that's my take on the Dallas Cowboys. It'll be interesting to
1: see what their their defense, what their defense is like. Um, yeah because it should regress back to league average and if it does i think their offense might struggle early on without their pass mm-hmm. catchers and yet yeah, they could be in for a rough a rough go mm-hmm. now if if my comparisons is everybody was last year and if trade on trayvon diggs has another 11 interceptions this year and jaron curse is really good and just look, overall they're as good as last year. They might And be
0: okay. all ultimately what the Cowboys have have like they have had this roster has been very talented at parts. But what it's lacked and they've never addressed is Grey Manor at the head coaching position. <laughs> yeah. And I just yeah. like you look yeah, at what I they've had they've had Jason Garrett and then they've had Mike McCarty. I just don't see that cutting edge there when they're so Willing to spend money If that makes sense um, I don't see how they've not recruited I don't know how they didn't draw the brook at Sean Payton Put it that way Well, don't, know how they...
1: don't rule that out for next year
0: No But I don't know how do that already
1: I, Yeah, no I don't see them I like Dan Quinn I think he's done a really good job with their defence Kellen Moore gets a lot of praise I don't know why He's been good he would call the plays that, that play that um that was called that quarterback draw where Dallas lost to the Cowboys yeah Mike McCarthy Mike McCarthy got a lot of flack Kellen Moore calls the plays mm. Mike McCarthy and I I don't particularly like him as a coach um, he gets all the when things go bad that's his fault and when things go well Kellen Moore is a genius
0: it's a prodigy yeah <laughs>
1: I I think um, he's fine but um, I think he's just one of um, uh, Jones what's his name Jerry Jerry Jones he's one of his pets he, f- he sort of found him and that's his pet so he's going to keep him in the building and he might be head coach one day because Jerry Jones found him
0: yeah fair fair anyway
1: yeah, that's enough about Dallas.
0: Yeah. Apologies, Cowboys fans. We're gonna have a tough season if you're gonna to listen to us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Find another podcast. <laughs> um Alright, let's move over to um our our team. Sunny. I'm, I'm myself I'm gonna to try to also approach this in a, a non biased way. I like there's lots to talk about. They're so active as a team. I think since 2017, they've been one of the most, or they've had the most trades in the league. Anyway, they went nine and eight last year, um, and it was really all about Jalen Hurts. Halfway through the season, they started running, and they had the the NFL's most prolific run game. Um, they lost in the wild card round, of course, two Tommy touchdown. They were properly humbled, and they looked mm. like a a bottom tier team. They didn't look good.
0: They looked like a side scraped into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, which is what via, they
0: were via via a somewhat impressive run down the stretch, and that's what over wanted. over bad teams. Yeah,
1: um, sure. like I said, they were very active. They added Hassan Redick, Zach Pascal, Kaiser White, James Bradbury, AJ Brown. They drafted Jordan Davis, Cam Jurgens, and Kobe Dean. Um, and they they lost some players. They lost Brandon Brooks, who was a an exceptional guard when he was healthy. Um, they That's lost Stephen Nelson, Rodney McLeod, and Alex Singleton. So aside from Brooks there, they didn't actually lose too much talent. They retained a lot of it and then added on to it.
0: McLeod had some big games. Um,
1: yeah. Well, they're still playing, still playing, I think, Alshon Jeffrey and a couple of players. So but that's just mm. the how we way. Uh um, looking at the first yeah, first five games at Detroit um versus Minnesota, at Washington versus Jacksonville versus Arizona. Again, I'm trying not to be biased here, but you'd have to really try and talk me out of a 4 and 1 start to that season.
0: I think it's a I think it's a it's a on paper it's it's a good schedule I think week one Detroit are going to be fired up um, in Detroit as well if I'm going to be corrected yeah uh, Minnesota it's a challenge um, but it's at home Washington the whole Carson Wentz storyline I think right Carson
1: Wentz will have one
0: really good game and one really and bad game against it's Philly prob- it's probably there um Arizona I was I'll be honest, I was a lot more concerned um prior to everything that's gone on in Arizona with the wide receivers and with the whole contract situation.
1: Yeah. What's um, happening with Marquise Brown? Is he has I'm not there been really any sure. not really any updates. No, like I'm, I've seen plenty of memes. I don't think um Yeah. I don't think there's any um Suspension. I did factor that in, but I think even still, Kyler and Marquise Brown, I don't think we'll be able to pair them ahead of if now if DeAndre Hopkins was playing, that that's a different story. But I actually have um, I had Phillies only lost to Minnesota week two at home. Um, I just thought, okay. say what you want about Kirk Cousins, he's a good passer, and they have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And they have Dalvin Cook. Like on paper, it could be, it Dalvin,
0: could be Dalvin on could paper be though, one of the best. Uh, say Dalvin that again. Could be an injured though, couldn't he? There's issues well, with Dalvin's fitness. I think and that's kind of why I thought probably be one of the more easier ones in on the picture list. Okay. Um, I was gonna I've say, been. but
1: even just today, Philly traded for um, CJ Gardner Johnson from the Saints. So that's a big upgrade to probably their Achilles heel at safety. Mm. Which, I, which is, I'm yeah. t- assuming, where they're going to have him play.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then obviously look, it's, it's always good to play the Cowboys in the first five fixtures. Get that in there nice and early in the season. Um, yeah, I think look, they'll have a inter- good season. Serie A yeah, going? I was going to say it's an interesting one. I, feel, yeah, I do think it's going to be a good season. Um. Are we finally going to see the potential of Miles Sanders? Um, that's a key one for me this season. I don't
1: so. uh, I think he's had his... Well, no, I, I I like Miles Sanders. And I think he should get more opportunities. I think he's really good. He's just... His hamstrings are made of... I don't know. Spaghetti. Sand. Jelly, yeah. He can't stay healthy. But I like him. Um, Yeah, really. Like the whole team... I think they have an easy schedule. I think they have one of the top three easiest schedules I think they'll capitalize on that they've got a really good roster around Jalen Hurts um I think if you put I don't know if Russell Wilson had been put on the Eagles team I think they might have been a Super Bowl favorite I think that the team around Jalen Hurts is that good it's just that you don't know what Jalen Hurts is well you do he's he's a really really good runner he's a great running back but you need to see him actually take a step and be a good passer.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, you do look through the schedule, and then, like, after Dallas with a bye, you're then looking at Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington, Colts, Green Bay, Tennessee, Giants, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants again. Like, it it, it doesn't look like the the most daunting regular season. Um, no if we're there might
1: be four good teams in there.
0: Between I mean coverage in, Saints. Egg in face. I I think I'd said it before I think the Saints are a mess and they look like they're in they're in um full tank mode right now. They're kind of fire sale going on in the minute in New Orleans.
1: Well that's the salary cap catching up with them, I think. Mm. Mm. I think uh, CJ Gardner what Johnson wanted money. He wanted he didn't want to play on the rest of his deal and he was looking for money and the Saints have none. They have no room him yeah. from-
0: Fair. Yeah, so look, very positive in in Philly. We're just trying to temper our expectations here because we've been here before. We've been hurt before. We're well
1: used to it, but um, at the same time, we have uh statistics on our side. Since two thousand and four, there's been no NFC East repeat champion, so we obviously had to bring that up. So we could now rule Dallas out, and Dallas fans can't be mad at that. It's it's history. <laughs> It's the That's law. Sounded
0: me touching wood.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. I actually think that if there whether I don't think there will be a repeat champion. I think either the winner of this division ah, we'll get to it. we'll get to it at the end. But um yeah, I we'll think Philly we'll move should on. I think Philly should get there.
0: We'll move on. Um we'll head to the nation's capital. Um with the newly rebranded Washington Commanders. Um, don't know if it's a name that's mm-hmm. going to stick quite well as well as the previous uh, iterations. I think football team was probably more catchy than Commanders. But look, here we go. Last season, seven and ten, turned the NFC East. Key ins obviously Carson Wentz, Effie Bada. I've thrown it out for UK fans. Um, Joey Sly, not not bad pickup. Nice nice kicker. Key re-signings, though, um, one of which, one of the more important ones, scary Terry McLaurin. Rather questionably for myself, though, J.D. McKissick. He only rushed for two hundred twelve yards last year, eleven games. Not sure if I would have rushed to re-sign him. It's not a huge contract, but you do kind of. You just need he was a big losses. third
1: down back, though, wasn't he? He was. Um,
0: yeah, but two hundred twelve yards over eleven games doesn't matter. Like he could be a like your best running backs are, are big first down guys yeah <laughs> they get the yards early um, yeah fair enough and Antonio out,
1: Gibson hasn't done enough really to yeah
0: to assure you
1: he is that RB1
0: yeah Uh outs, obviously it's ended Fitzmagic um, mm. retired Brandon Sheriff Ricky Seals Jones DeAndre Carter Landon Collins I just brought him up because like when he was in New York there was a lot to be said for Landon Collins but his production has severely dropped in Washington, so he's currently a free agent right now. It's a, it's a, it's a huge fall and probably regrets leaving the Giants because he was he was on a cushy number there. Um, past five fixtures, I'll oh, first five fixtures. I was getting the past ones from um, Jags at home, start of season. Lions away, Eagles at home, Cowboys away, Titans at home. I have them going two out of three. Uh, yeah. I they could I could see them knocking off the Jags we don't know what the Jags are going to be the Lions away I can see them picking that up and then Cowboys away that's a kind toss for me right now and, I, and I'm not afraid to say it I think we'll beat them I hope we beat them and then the Titans um, pending no issues to their run, run game I think that's a that's a loss unfortunately um, key points obviously to be looking down is, is, is obviously Carson being the big in. Um I suppose mm. we kinda we, we know what he is. Um The uh, 2017 regular season is unfortunately the anomaly, not the rule. Um I know it definitely keeps me up sometimes late at night that I really watch this man and think we've signed a generational talent and watch it all yeah. on, on <laughs> phone. Um Key for them is obviously tying down Ty McLaurin He's their only real star offensively. Um, yeah. Thanks. But for me, but for me, the huge win for Washington. It's 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 neither Carson Wentz or Ty McLaurin It's the return of what wasn't in an injury ravaged defense last year. Um, a lot of potential in that defense, and hopefully they can keep it tight this year. And I'm probably be predicting be finishing above five hundred. Um, oh, okay. I think that they, they could get to the again tennis. they have an
1: easy schedule the NFC East have a hmm. the look of the draw they have an easy schedule so yeah that's pa- not out of the rounds. Pa- paired with
0: the NFC North I suppose and we just don't know what Green Bay is going to be this year and um, and you've got Detroit and, and Chicago there so yeah look it's, it's not good yeah Ch- Chase Young Montez
1: Jonathan Allen good yeah. names yeah. really good names um William Jackson in the secondary. yeah look it could it should be good it should have been good last year yeah but obviously it should good be names. good this
0: year mm. so look I I I think they'll be watchable this year too um
1: do you like Carson well, Wentz now still
0: <sighs> he's hurt me um so I don't know if I can ever like him because I did love him. It's kind of like that ex. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. the one, the one who who burned you. Do you know what I mean? The one. I who know what you mean. You. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I just. Yeah,
1: it's it's a weird.
0: I want to see him do well. Am I still do. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: kind yeah. of when he went to Indy, I was kind of happy to. Happy to see the back of him after um, the twenty twenty season. He was only trending yeah. downwards. Um, I kind of grew to like him again a little bit in Indy. He, I think he did okay. I know he had finished off really badly um, against the Jags. The Jags, but seeing him being thrown under the, under the bus by Chris Ballard and and uh, Jim Mercy, uh, I think
0: I think it's. Unfortunately, when you play quarterback the way he plays quarterback, you make. Oh, easy
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, he does, and he's good. I'm mean, like he's he's the, constantly had a criticisms of not being a leader, and that's what the quarterback position is.
0: It's not even that; it's just there's like an necessity to play hero. ball like there was reports from Washington's kind of training camp that there was a was a scene in, in training where. Marcus Sweat broke through the line, and was one on one with Carson Wentz, and he went in a mad scramble, and he wasn't getting away from him. And you could hear Sweat shout, "Throw it away, throw it away, throw it away." And it proceeded with Carson Wentz scrambling backwards until he dropped the ball. Unfortunately, it bounced, out of bounds, and ended up being like a third and eighteen or something. It's like,
1: yeah. I don't think we'll see 2017 Wentz again. I think um, ever 2019 Wentz when he was he was good. Then stretch great.
0: against bad teams. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, that's the story of Carson yeah. Wentz. And that's the story of Washington Commanders 2022. Um, but yeah, um, I suppose go, over to the- to go back go back to Philly just for one last thing I suppose
1: oh please
0: looking at Carson Wentz right now and where we are right now as a roster it it is a credit to how good Howie Roseman can be at his job can be at his job at how quickly we've got back to here
1: yeah because hopes weren't high after 2020
0: no it it takes some franchises half a decade to get to do the change he's done in two years so yeah look fair the credit where credit's you.
1: anyway yeah. in how we, we trust anyway we'll move over hmm. to New York the Newark, New York Giants oh, the New Jersey Giants probably they should be 4-13 uh, yeah, yeah. what a terrible year Dave Gettleman retired Joe Judge fired and people still don't know who um, Daniel Jones is. is he the quarterback I don't know he most certainly he is not Brian Dable Brian Brian Dable isn't isn't committing to him anyway um, they lost Lorenzo Carter Evan Ingram Will Hernandez Jabril Peppers Danny Shelton Devonta Booker Logan Ryan and James Bradbury and they're actually paying James Bradbury more this upcoming year than the Eagles who signed him there which is that's a bit that's of a, good. a sucker punch um was they signed enough. I mean like they were tight against the cap, Joe Shane, the new GM. I think his, his first port of call was to sort of revamp that offensive line, which just hasn't been good outside of um Andrew Thomas, their their left or the left tackle they drafted last year or two years ago. Um so they signed some middle tier offensive linemen, such as Mark Lewinsky Matt Gono and John Feliciano I think Matt Gono is injured with a potential career ending injury lovely yeah so I actually I actually do feel bad for Giants fans the the kind of the, the new GM came in started making some like as good decisions as they could have with the within the, cal- the salary cap and just again things not panning out um, now they did have a good draft um for, for some reason Brian Dable and Joe Shane are getting all the credit for drafting Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau. I, I I'm like it was a no brainer once they were at those picks who they were selecting. I don't know why Joe Shane is is lauded as having this amazing draft. Like at least give um Dave Gettleman the credit for getting them that that extra pick for the Justin Fields trade last year. But anyway, they came away with is, Kayvon Thibodeau just- and Evan Neal.
0: What you're saying is valid, but it's very easy for white portions of the media to just go with the easy story. Look, of course it is.
1: And no doubt we will be uh, going for some easy stories during the, the season. But um, but when examining the NFC East, I'm a slave to integrity and, ana- and analysis. Um, so look... They had a good draft. They've got some really good um pieces that they can build around. One Day Robinson and Cordarrelle Flash. Um they've got maybe some good young talent on the team, Saquon Barkley, who knows how long he's going to play left. Like you can never trust his injury status. Um and then the quarterback position is still up in the air.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I just don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. I think at this stage you'd know he was the guy. Um, I think if you have to, it's a bit like. If you ever heard the expression, if someone asks you to do something, and it's like if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. If you have yeah. to ask if he is the guy, he's not the guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. If you have to ask, is he? He isn't. Mm. Um. All right. Looking at the first five games at Tennessee. Versus Carolina at home. Dallas at home. Chicago at home. And then away at Green Bay. Um, I've got four losses and a win in there. I think maybe they could come away with a win versus Chicago. And when I was doing Chicago's preview, mm-hmm. I think I said the same about them. I think I said Chicago might beat the the Giants here. But I'm going to give it up a, a 50-50 split here uh, between the two. So on for New York, I'm going to... Give them the win here. I think they're two poor teams, but I can't say zero oh and five. I I couldn't do that to the giant try fans. Try I could. A, I could.
0: A giant fan sitting there crying in his Odell Beckham Jr. jersey. He the hasn't of a, it a new on one the, since. On a yacht. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um. Key things to watch. This time last year, I would have said. Um. Yeah. Maybe this is the year Daniel Jones will. Will show that he's the the franchise quarterback, and you won't have to worry about that going into the draft. I think, I think he isn't. I doesn't matter. He'd have to play play at an elite level to sort of make those doubts vanish. Um, I suppose the key things to watch. You're looking at Evan Neal. He struggled in the preseason, and in training camp. You want to see him. Um, reach a high level not necessarily in year one but you'd want to see a bit of improvement as the season progresses and um, they could have a really really solid O-line foundation in Evan Neal and andrew thomas and um, and then cave on thibodeau uh, i suppose there was a lot of doubts around his uh, dedication to the game he wanted to start his own cryptocurrency named after himself and he's into all of this now look maybe that's all of these things come out around the draft and it's just all this hyperbole and they're all just draft stories, they might mean a thing but Yeah. Giants will be watching Kayvon Thibodeau, or are Giants fans because they'll want to see him become the next good NFC East pass rusher um, yeah. it'll be, I'd say we might see some trades during the season, Joe Shane was trying to get his team into a good space for years going forward, that mightn't stop. He might shop players at the trade deadline. Yeah, I wouldn't get attached to any veteran players in New York. I think any of them could be any of them could be traded. The likes of yeah, Adoree Jackson. It, yeah. I think if he if he's playing well by week eight, he might be gone for a mm. decent draft pick to a contender. And That's fair. Maybe. If if we want to lump Saquon in there, I know he's still being drafted high in fantasy. For some reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I know he came um, back from a uh, some hamstring or an ACL very quick his first year, and,
0: but he hasn't really recovered from it. So, well, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Tough year, tough year for for the Giants. Anyway, I kind of tend to agree. I suppose the the last thing I suppose is just to rank them. I think we're in agreement in first and fourth. Yes, yeah. I think we're saying Eagles 1, Giants 4. I think that's set in stone. Um, And I suppose the other one for me, the key one, um, and it's interchangeable. Um, I've gone Cowboys 2, Washington 3, but I could see that changing. Um, But likely... Based on all the knowledge of what we're here right now, probably I'm going to stick with the Cowboys at two.
1: Yeah, I'd lean the Cowboys at two because it's probably the safe bet. Um, they still have Dak, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke, Tony Pollard. They kind of have the core there to to get them to second. Mm. Yeah. Whereas Washington have to
0: prove. Yeah.
1: That they can get the second. Yeah. So A lot I love that
0: predicated th- on, on Carson Wentz playing efficiently.
1: Yes, yes, which I don't think anybody could blame us. It's uh it's not easy to trust in anymore.
0: No. No.
1: I thought he had turned the corner when um he won the, the last four weeks of twenty nineteen and we were in the playoffs versus uh Seattle and then Jadavian Clowney at the back of the head.
0: Mm. there was shades in that run especially if you go back and watch that all or nothing of last season's Philadelphia Eagles that it was like it was it was wins uh, in crunch time but they were against poor sides so yeah. a lot majority of them were divisional as well I think as far as I can remember um, I think we played the Giants twice in that stretch as well so
1: yeah Look. I think so yeah it was four four games at the end there
0: Josh McCown
1: He'll always have a special place in my heart for,
0: just that scene. That scene,
1: heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. Heartbreaking. Which is which is fair. Um. Maybe that's why you got a Texans job. I'll get off the Texans job. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I still think he'll get there in a year or two. Yeah. Once the controversy subsides. Yeah. He'll he'll be he'll get a head coaching job. Yeah, which is fair. Right. Um,
0: yeah that's all our previews done we're done we're dusted the And the layer was, is obviously going to have to change next week but, with week 1 previews it's probably the most amount of time we're going to spend all season previewing games so it's thereafter then it's going to be a mix of reviews and previews and stuff like that so yeah. a few extra bits of flair added in uh, to keep the listener engaged um, but uh, yeah but that's, that's all for me
1: and that's all for me
0: We better put some people in the end zone, right, Joe? That's exactly right. I mean, there's nobody inside the 10. Get back, guys. Here it is. The season's on the line.
1: Two receivers left and right. McCown takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Touch. Touchdown. No. No. The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the play.